Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I got a spray tan. I noticed that. <laughs> and I was like, maybe he went to the beach yesterday. No. But yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why did you notice it? Because you don't, you, didn't, you don't look as like you know where pale, I noticed glowing it? white it's as your neck. shoes. My neck is the different color. No, I mean, you're my body a different is... color. Yeah, no, a little, yeah. You're a little brownish orange. Yeah. And it's like a, you're just different shades of your hair and, and beard right, right now. Yeah, it's yeah. Like you, your whole body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're normally like pasty, yeah. gaunt looking. Well, my face isn't pasty. Sickly. But you can see about like. About to die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, yeah. My friend, Lizzie, <laughs> tricked me into getting a Hold spray. on. Define tricked. She was like. <laughs> Come, we're, I'm getting this done. You uh, should too. And you were like, this I was sounds like, like a trick. I was like, no, that seems, she's like, it's totally, it's, well, it's, bar- it's just like a little, you'll look a little, like barely any different. At first, you look weird. Like it's super dark. Like yesterday, it was super dark because you can't, you have to like let it sit there and yeah. then you wash it off. And uh, I looked, some of it's on my hand for some reason. I think I fell asleep. And, like, my hand was resting on a part of my body. So now there's, like, a stain on my hand. Only on one hand, though? Only on one hand. Uh, I look weird to me. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what? did you spray tan your entire body? No, you stand in a mini tent naked, and a stranger sprays your body. No way. (laughs) Yeah. That is crazy. It's real weird. So how long does it last? I don't know. I think a month. A whole fucking month? Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think it's cheap, so if it didn't last a month, it'd be a real waste of money. I guess so. Yeah. How much... I mean, does like... It was paid for by Masters of Sex. Oh, so they take care of it. Yeah. So you don't even know how much like it can range from. I think it's like 100 bucks in there. So I guess, yeah, that should last... You think it would last. Yeah. I think there's one of those things where you get like... A me- if you go to a spray tanning place a lot, you get like a... You get a membership. This week's guest is April Richardson. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. Yeah, it's real dumb. Um, April is a friend of mine, a new friend of mine. I met her when I did Chelsea Lately. She uh, works on Chelsea Lately. She has a podca- podcast that I did called Go Bayside. Go Bayside. Where you watch an episode of Saved by the Bell and talk about it and dissect it. Uh, just know this. We didn't talk about her podcast on our podcast. No, so if you you're sh- like, oh, we're going to get some behind-the-scenes information... No, you're not. No, listen to her podcast. Yeah. We talked um, to April about April. Yeah. We talked about her. <laughs> her. She's a hardcore fan of many things. Oh, yeah. She is. Yeah. She's she's a super fan of things. We she, got into a lot of music. She likes good music, obscure stuff, which is pretty cool. Bands I didn't know. Um, what else did we talk about? Being from the South. Oh, yeah. Uh, relationship stuff. Oh, yeah. We got into some She of likes that. to travel and go see bands and just nerd out super hard. Oh, yeah. The amount of uh, times. We're not going to tell you the amount of times. Yeah. But wait for it. <laughs> she tells you how many times she's seen Morrissey live. It's a lot. And the number is pretty fascinating. It's daunting and impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you've seen a band more than that. Yeah. Wow. Tell us. Yeah. 
And don't be a liar about it. You don't be a liar. We'll find out. Right. We probably won't find out, but don't be a liar. Yeah. Um, April's cool. She's very interesting. You can follow her at uh, on Twitter at Apey, A-P-E-Y, E-Y. which is such a great Twitter handle. Yeah. Four fucking letters. Exactly. I wish I could have gotten Nick. Oh, yeah. And there's some dude. Of course, I searched it. And there's some dude... Uh, who got at Nick and he fucking like works for Twitter or some shit. So oh. he was like what, the, the sixth guy to sign up for Twitter. Yeah. Oh, just secure Nick. He was the only Nick working there. I know. I bet he was too. Yeah, there's probably everyone who's at Mike, at John, at Scott. Oh, they yeah. all worked at Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Before we knew it existed. They all fuck Because I looked up, when I found my name, I started looking up at Mike, at Bill, at whatever. Right. And a lot of those dudes did work at yeah. the time for Twitter. Yep. Um... Maybe I can, when the guy quits, I can, uh, I mean, I don't need to take it anymore. You're fine. Because there's no other fucking Nicky stuff. Yeah, anyway. it's fine. Um, so listen, speaking of our names, uh, Kevin is at Kevin G. Christie uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm at Nick Youssef, N-I-C-K-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F, uh, and NickYouseff.com. Here's why this is important. Uh, my album comes out August 5th, everybody. Yeah, it does. My debut album mm-hmm. it's called stop not owning this and you should do exactly that buy it itunes and allthingscomedy.com is where it's going to start buy it and then it'll spread buy it like a comedy virus buy it to everywhere pandora spotify probably amazon buy google it. play keep doing what kevin says printed transcript buy it uh, <laughs> yeah um it'll be printed on it with scroll at buy some it. point buy that um so yeah august 5th buy it my album buy it. comes out. Buy Pre-orders uh, will probably by the time, hopefully, by the time you're hearing this sometime this week, you'll be able to pre-order it. But look out for um, my Twitter and Instagram where I'll be posting detailed information on all this stuff. Buy it. So this is an exciting thing for me. Purchase it. Um, <laughs> so I would like for you to buy it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so when it does come out on iTunes and All Things Comedy on August 5th, you should. Buy it. Okay. <laughs> In the meantime, enjoy this episode with the very charming, the beautiful, the interesting, the funny April Richardson. Buy it. <laughs> So the college years. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just drops the mic and walks out the door. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why we ask those questions. Yeah, <laughs> before we start, uh, you know what I want to talk about? What's that? Um, I had this conversation a few weeks ago at the Improv, and it started a forty-five minute discussion. Um, a comic asked the three of the three of us that were standing there. What the first CD we bought was. Right. And then that was like a really cool conversation about nostalgia and music. Totally. And I know you're a music person. Super. Yes. I can tell you the, the first cassette tape I ever bought was green. R.E.M. Okay. That's the first cassette tape I bought with my own money. Was it a long box or regular packaging? Uh, it, I think it was a long box. Yeah. I got it at Turtles in atlanta i grew up in atlanta okay. so georgia turtles was like georgia's i don't know sam goody or whatever uh-huh. um but to be honest i don't remember the first cd only because i bought tapes exclusively for the longest time like even after cds had come out why is that well cheaper first of all yeah absolutely. and because my mom's honda accord had a tape deck 
Okay. So that was like the only thing I could listen to when I was like, I mean, even when I was a teenager, I was still buying tapes. And then, so the, whatever the first CD was, it was just a CD version of something I already owned. Okay. Because then I knew, oh, I'm going to have to replace all these. Okay. So I just started buying CDs of stuff I already had. So I guess the uh, the question should be updated now is what CD cassette <laughs> or if it's someone in their like 50s, the first album, <laughs> what, though. what vinyl did you, you know? Right. Yeah. The first like thing I bought with my own money was green. Okay. Yeah. What songs were on that? Uh, well, the hits were like Pop Song 89, Stand, Okay. that stuff. But it's, um, R.E.M. is my favorite band of all time. Of all time? Okay. All Did he time. have curly hair still in Stand? Yeah, he still had, it was shorter. It wasn't right. as long as it was inside the eponymous liner notes where it says, they airbrushed my face over his face. Right. He went um, through that weird period where he didn't know what to do with his hair. Well, it's and then when he shaved, he, he was, was going like, yeah. bald. He yeah. was going bald, and that's a tough, you know, that's a tough. But not moment. until later on, he was going. The baldness was really starting to kick in, and like out of time era, like losing my religion video yeah. style. And then he shaved it soon after that. The guy from Live, remember that band? They were yeah. terrible, but okay. he he they were notorious. Ed first of all, is his name because yeah. me and my best friend are like obsessed with tooling on this dude. Probably okay. my favorite abortion song though, and oh, pretty yeah. good use of placenta in a song. It yeah. is maybe only documented use of placenta. Yeah in a song they had one video that i really liked where it's people making out in the bottom of an empty swimming pool with numbers on their back on a dirty mattress and i thought that was cool looking how much detail you know all of that right off the dome it like was immediately. such a visual i just remember being like that's cool looking like i wanted to rip it off in like a drawing they Wait. were known for having the worst music videos for a long time like people were like we don't know what to do with these guys well they had that one where they sang <laughs> in slow motion they did that thing where they filmed it sped up and then they and then and he you, would like he would like move his face around with his hands because yeah. he didn't know what else to do. No, Is this the video had, for yeah. I, 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 the only I Alone? The only I Alone and the and Lightning Crashes. Lightning crashes Those are the only yeah. two I remember. Well, I Alone, the drummer didn't have anything to do for some reason. They didn't put like a drum set on the set because the set was like a what looked like a sleepy hollow forest. They didn't give the drummer anything to do, so he started lip syncing real aggro, and then. <laughs> And I and I angry lip singer. And I I think I watched their behind the music. No, yeah. I definitely did. I think that's what I they talked about. Yeah, and they were and that was he had a drum set before that. Then they took it away, and he was like, "Well, I didn't know what to do, so I just lip synced so super hard." And like, well, leave it in because he went so. Yeah. It's so super and when you watch hard. it now, it looks really dumb because you're like, "Wow, you're going for it back there, bro." Right, and he's just it's like silent. nothing to do. Drummer had nothing to do, and he's standing up, which for him must have been like, "What's happening?" That was in an era where like you were you would become famous so fast, and it's like right. Now you're doing music videos. Like, we don't know what to do with we each don't know other how to yet. Do that. We're Let me bring it to say to uh, uh, behind the music. I almost said Save by the Bell. Like it's the only TV show now I know how to ever talk about. <laughs> behind the music, I was totally obsessed with them. Watched all of them. I yeah. can't remember what what was their vice in that. You know how everyone it's like then oh, and then yeah. the vice that yeah. they would overcome. Well, I, I didn't remember. I don't remember what their vice was. I think it was bad music. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and hate then them. Sucking is the thing yeah, they had yeah. to overcome. Didn't they talk a lot about them being religious? Because that, that was like the a thing. Harry they were Krishna like, or something. They, they had secret, that bald, but with a ponytail thing. Yeah, they were secretly like a Christian band. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it, was it an anti-abortion song? Then? I don't know. Oh. I alone love oh you. They were so bad. Oh but, man! I mean, as much as I hated them, and I did. Those songs were pretty fucking catchy. Fear is not the end of the ass. My best friend in Atlanta, <laughs> Millie, she's my best friend since we were 15. When MySpace was a thing, she found him <laughs> on there. And his interests, his first two interests, this is so, this is, this tells you this guy in two sentences. His first two interests were 
Pinot Noir and Tantric Sex. <laughs> and we're like, that says it. That says it, dude. Wow. That dude is so lame. But you know what's funny? I could also see Sting having those same two interests, yeah, okay. and that's totally fine. Yeah. I can tell you the you know? gnarliest because he would have his own winery. Yeah, right. And the tantric and, and, and the tantric know, sex down. would be I don't know amazing. if he'd be totally fine. I mean, Sting is lame as shit too. I was watching Erg. I assume you like Erg a Music War. The what is it? Oh my god! I totally showed it to Kevin the first oh, time yeah. we ever hung out. Buy the DVD. Thank me later. Okay. It's just this compilation of live performances. It was from, really like, good. It's rad. It's just. Uh, from 1979 through 81 or maybe uh-huh. just 80 but it's just live performances of all these bands in LA, London. Wow. It's like three or four cities and it's people like X and like here it's like X, Dead Kennedys like all that shit and then wow. in London it's like au pairs and there's Devo. It's just uh-huh. all rad shit from those two years. Wow. Um, I'm going to thank they're you live, now and later. And it's great because they're it's Buy when it. they were young okay. and it's a live performance you're like oh you guys were fucking killing it. Yes. That's and it, cool. it starts with the pl- or it ends with the police. Was there Go-Go's? Go-Go's? Totally yeah. Go-Go's. What's it called? I, one more time. It's called Erg A Music War. Erg, a music Yeah, war. and it might actually be entirely on YouTube now, but you okay. should buy it It was anyway. pretty great, man. Yeah. I'll be honest with I'll you. I watch it like once a week. It, the, that DVD is like, if, if I could just tell somebody my taste in music, I'd be like, just watch this DVD. Okay. That's everything you I like. You couldn't stop yourself from singing along at one I, point. It was so good, especially <laughs> the O-Bears. It's like, you have to shut up. Like, he's trying to talk. I'm like, shut up now. The O-Bears are on. Um, but the police are in it, and it's the kind of thing where I watch it, and I'm like, I can't believe how rad this dude used to be who now like plays the lute in every song yeah. or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, I mean, he's shocking. not great anymore, really. But he, yeah. I mean, there was a time where Sting was pretty fucking cool. Oh, 100%. And to yes. get away with calling yourself Sting? Yes. That, Dennis like, Miller had a bit about that. Really? Where like on a Wednesday, he was like, now from now on, Sting. And they're like, listen, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, isn't he Gordon? Isn't that his yeah. real name? Yeah. But remember yeah. how cool he like looks? That? Remember how cool he looked in Quadrophenia? He was the yes. face. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I got to rewatch Quadrophenia. Yes. That movie was the shit. Yeah, it is. But that guy now is like, yeah, you but know, dude. Fields of Gold, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's insane. Yeah, but he's just an old guy. But he's now. like 50-ish more, so he might right. be 60. I, mean, I will say he still looks good, though. He's I still, mean, like, your average hot. 60-year-old dude, not even remotely cool. We can't all be David Bowie. I get that, but it is a sort of thing where if I you check yourself once, watch yourself in the police once in a while and go, that's what I used to be. Maybe I should be trying to get back to that a little bit. They all hate each other. Yeah, they hate and they each all other. Like, they, they look at their former selves like that was another person. That was another time. Right. I'm this I'm now. I'm this guy now. And no one around, like those guys are so huge and so famous and so respected. No one around them would ever tell them like, Dude, check yourself. No, yeah, no they would, one's gonna be like. They'd go, hey, everything's great. You used to be cooler. Well, yeah, there's, of course. I saw in David Bowie's behind the music when he was doing the like the Let's Dance period where he's mm-hmm. like wearing a suit and all that stuff. He said there was a concert and a friend of his who was like a musician like just rolled up on it was like, what are you doing, man? Well, that was also Coke time. Yeah, and he was like, fuck, right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I but- think that's interesting though. Like, is it? Because everyone's always like, oh, I'm, it's about being an artist and like moving forward. But I remember I had a teacher once who he looked at like an old piece of his work. He's like, oh, man, that's when I was really rad. <laughs> and he rem- and there are like I and he just owns it. I like, can't tell I'm you how not. often people email and be like, I like these paintings so much. And they're like real old shit. Yeah, I think it is possible to be like you were better. It's possible to have been better a while back. Then, oh, oh, of course. I mean, but I no one ever thinks of it that way. I look at pictures way. of me from like a week ago and I'm like, I look so much better then. <laughs> like, I get that. I mean, like within your art, like everyone assumes like as you get older, you get more skilled. So everything right. you make now is better. But there's like some shit where you're like, nah, it was kind of great back then. Right. 
Well, I mean, well, I feel like there's such thing as peaking artistically, but you can still be good. Yeah. And you can look back and like the, that was I was in my prime or something. But it's, right. I guess it's hard because you can't like recapture. You don't know why you were good back then or while you were doing. I it, think you it's know. like a f- you have a fearlessness when yeah. you're young. You're like you really don't give a fuck because you like uh-huh. don't know better. Yeah, to no, give a fuck. And you don't that. have any any fans to tell you, hey, you were better. You're yeah, just like yeah, I have yeah. nothing. I'm just gonna do what I want. I'm gonna do what I want, and then yeah, you're totally right. Like you don't have. There's not like a standard yet set for you. Yeah, and so and nobody has expectations yet. So you are just like, I'll just do whatever. And then I think, yeah, as you age, you maybe do have these expectations that maybe you're trying to hit yeah. when you're older and you're not going to because you for, care too like, much. For me, the, Does that the, make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's like a fine line between being nostalgic for what you once were and then like acknowledging like, yeah, that was my prime and I was great, but I'm still striving to be different so I can be relevant. Right. Because the people that get stuck in nostalgia, I feel like they're done. Like if you just keep going, like things were better back then. Right, which you've I, eliminated I'm so the idea of, of progress in yes, any way. Yes, and then you might as well just fucking retire. Yes, you're you're totally right, but I do so get caught up in that because you I don't do, like any new shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, that's interesting. I do, I do, but the new shit I like sounds like old shit. Of right. course. So I am kind of guilty of that, which is funny because a lot of this shit I like is before my time anyway. So I can't, I have like fake nostalgia because I can't go remember when I saw Iggy Pop because I didn't fucking see Iggy Pop. <laughs> right. But it is the sort of thing where. It's like watching the Wonder Years. You're like, ah, oh, the like 60s. Wait a minute. I was never there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I do. I listen to those records. And I'm like, oh, everything was cooler back then when I wasn't even born. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I am kind of guilty of that. I mean, yeah, there are definitely times when people when people will play like new bands i'm not i'm not as bad as i'm not as bad now it's weird as i get older i am more open-minded weirdly but the guy i dated before my ex-husband it was like the lamest person i've ever met like he's the (laughs) one dude i don't have any regrets in that way i've only dated like super solid nice dudes but he's the one dude in my whole life where i look back like what the fuck was i thinking and a lot of it was because he had his mind like so blown by like the most mediocre shit. Yeah. Like he was the guy that was like, oh my God, that movie changed my life. I'm like, what movie is like Garden State? I'm like, what? Boo. Like what? <laughs> and so he was like that with bands too. And I remember him being like, oh my God, like this album changed my fucking life. And I'm like, what album? And he's like, Bright Eyes, Fevers and Mirrors. I'm like, do you know there's other music out there like that yeah. you can hear and it will be yeah so <laughs> especially I, because Bright Eyes' best album was I'm Wide Awake It's Morning ah, so he was wrong but I don't even hate counts. Bright Eyes but it was just the yeah. kind of thing he would always come oh to me like this God. is mind blowing and I'm like uh, here go listen to fucking the idiot Iggy Pop like you know what I mean like yeah. I was like a weird snob about that way more in my 20s but I think the older I get the more I am like open to mm-hmm. like I'll give this new, these new kids a chance I definitely you know? didn't want to like tell you bands I liked because <laughs> oh, you, you were fear because you'd fear be like there was no way you were gonna like any of them i see that's not see i hate that i don't want to <laughs> okay, well, have that we'll do it right now rep. then give her two bands that you like i might i probably won't even know who they are <laughs> um i mean new bands you mean yeah just like in the last i don't know 10 years, 15 uh, years. i like the arctic monkeys oh i fucking love them okay, okay. Love and then it. obviously Radiohead. Well, yeah, of course. But you told me you weren't into Radiohead. I don't hate Radiohead though. I was right. super into Radiohead up until I think after Kid A, it was kind of like. Did I tell you I like Did I tell you I like the Strokes? Yeah, so we talked about that. Okay. Because I love the Strokes too. Arctic Monkeys like 
a super one of my all-time fit like okay. every album is perfect yeah they okay. were great from the beginning and they stayed good yes which is so rare made a misstep yeah the only the one the first album that josh homie produced was a little too like this sounds just like queens of the stone age but i oh, love the, queens of the stone age the new one no the one the first one he produced which was um Oh, I can't remember. It was before Suck It and See, the one before that. I will say the last album's cover is a total bummer. The one uh, that's with just the, the yeah, AM? AM. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then also, Queen's the Stone Age song for the deaf, that album cover is a fucking bummer too. Yeah. But you didn't like it? The pit, no. First of all, <laughs> song, you know what the sign language sound for deaf is? That. Okay. It's the devil horns, like the right. satan. So you could have had songs for the devil horn. You could have, like it's right there Instead in front of, of you. Just the, like, yeah. They like have the one of their friends do their covers. And they're such an epic band. They should have the raddest artwork ever. Totally. Mm-hmm. Especially considering the kind of... They're so, like, Satan-driven. Yeah. Like, there's no excuse... They're powered by Satan. There's no excuse for them not to have, like, Iron Maiden-level artwork. Totally. Yeah. It should be so good. Yeah. And I will do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> you guys there listening? You but it's just when you see stuff, you're like, oh, god damn it. Like, no, I, yeah. I'm you with know, you. Or well, that know. are bad fonts. Like the most recent Morrissey album, the co- is the worst fucking font ever. I was like Sweet. mad at him. Like why? Why? Ugh, a bad font. Queen Sunday uh, had a font that was a bummer. Yeah. Makes me want to ram my. And they had a, my manager. One of my man. My first manager managed Queen's Stone Age for a while. Mm. And I was like, you got to talk to them about the art. He's like, we try. You got to talk to them. Sit <laughs> and them they down. said, they're just like, no. It's like, no, it's their friend. They have a guy they use. And I was like, please. They also please. seem like dudes who don't give a fuck about that part of it. That's why they're so cool. Yeah. They're right. just like, we're just going to hang out in the desert. And this make is literally rock. our friend totally. that lives We're just going to trip balls and make rad albums. Like, we don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah. like, what the artwork we is. We make these decisions in the desert. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. That'd be a good name for now. Decisions made in the desert. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> um, okay, so what's the last new new thing that you got into that you liked? Because so far, like the Strokes, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I'm into all that. Yeah, Arctic those are all Monkeys, pretty probably, new. Uh, Morrissey, obviously. I mean, obviously, I buy everything of people I already like. Um, my friend Christine Young, her album that just came out, Rules. Uh, what's like the the Johnny Johnny Mars album? I mean, uh-huh. like, but these are all people like, yeah, duh, I already liked them yeah. previously. Um, I don't know. I just was at Amoeba like the other day and brought a stack of shit. But I mean, like a bunch of it was probably old shit. I'm just I'm like going through my head. Like, what did I just rip into iTunes? Do you buy like imports of are you? Like, oh, I, yeah. I still buy physical CDs. Imports of like just live shows that you spend a fortune on. Oh, I still buy. Well, I, yeah, I'll definitely still buy like bootleg type shit. Right. Uh-huh. But um, do you buy records or just CDs and still tapes? Because <laughs> tapes are coming back. They are totally. It's coming really back. weird. Um. I it depends. It I still for things that I like like Morrissey, I'll buy it in all formats. I will okay. buy a vinyl copy. They and a make CD a cassette copy, tape, but they don't usually make cassettes. Yeah, super fun old one. Yeah, that's a very fragile technology. Yeah. just a piece of nylon tape. Yeah, yeah. They totally they don't still make them, but I will buy it on vinyl and CD. Okay, like things that I like super collect. Yeah, yeah, and that's I usually I, I like won't open the vinyl or something. Nerd. Or I'll like frame it nerd. or some nerd. real nerd. I do the nerd. same exact thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You get it. Or I'll buy two because vinyl can be so cheap if it's something older. Yeah. So I'll yeah. buy the one that I'm never going to touch and it's going totally in a frame and then one 100%. that I'll listen to. Yes. Yeah. You know, Kevin, he's been to my house. He knows what's up. Yep. It's just a wall of like framed vinyl. It's all walls. That's great. <laughs> my bedroom is mainly like framed records, but like my living room or whatever. I live in a one bedroom apartment. Like it's all just framed posters and shit and a few yeah. framed records yeah what's your like um your prize piece your pl- prize like uh your grail is i want yeah what's the best thing you have and the best thing you want 
like record wise or just in general like i my tv stand is this chest of drawers that has a huge painting of elvis on it okay. which i'm pretty psyched about <laughs> that's cool um uh but as far as records i have a framed in my bedroom morrissey's first solo record was called viva hate but in australia it was called education in reverse oh, wow. and so i have a vinyl Whoa. copy of it's pretty rare i have a vinyl copy of that framed um so that's pretty have you awesome looked up how much that's worth um it the crazy thing and i'm sure you know this too like I think those kind of things, people care less about it. Like at the time I got it, I remember paying a lot of money for it uh-huh. for the time. And I feel like now um, it's probably worth less because people aren't really collecting. I look at my CD shelf too and I think about things I bought on import where I was like, when I was 18, I bought some rec- some CD for like 30 bucks on yeah, import. And now crazy. today Amoeba would be like, here's $2. You yeah, you'd I mean? see like, like a, a CD, $60 yeah. Japanese import. Yes. Yes, yeah. I've totally bought, I got Blur Live at the Budokan, and it was on import at the time, and it really cost me like 40 bucks. Yeah. And on now CD. it's probably like five bucks. At, wow. Yeah, yeah. Because vinyl's going the other way. It's going up. Oh, like really? Imports and bootlegs and even just oh, well, then first I'll have to look issues up some and shit. Stuff. Yeah. I'll have to see what's up. Because that could be worth way more than you paid for it. Wow. I yeah. But I haven't even thought to look that stuff, because I'm like, I'm not going to sell it ever. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Out of curiosity, I should look it up. What's home. your like favorite like pose or frame like poster? Um, I is anybody gonna care about this? Is listening? I'm gonna like describe. <laughs> and like, I don't oh give yeah. A, well, um, I there's if people are emailing me about bike related stuff. Oh really? Okay. The nerdier we get, the more emails we tend to get. Okay. Uh, we well, did an all Radiohead episode where we just talked about Radiohead, mm-hmm. and that was one of the most like. We apparently got tons of stuff wrong. Wait, are you super duper into Radiohead? Yeah. Oh, we wait, both you are. are. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we had another friend of ours, a, a comedian named Jason Tebow, and he loves them too. And we're like, why don't we? Because we would reference them a lot. And then we we're like, well, just just do a fucking all Radiohead episode. Get out of our system. Have our <laughs> friend on. Talk about our favorite albums. How many times we've seen them live. All this stuff. And it did fine. But I got more interaction on like Twitter and emails than like most other episodes, just because it was so specific. Right. I saw them in Atlanta at the Masquerade on the Pablo Honey tour. At the Masquerade. Oh, wow. I mean, the Masquerade. I don't think holds a thousand people. Wow, and I got. Crazy. I'll have to send you guys pictures. I got to meet them afterwards. Tom York is this tall. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Pictures of me, like seventeen-year-old blue-haired April, hanging out with Radiohead. Pablo, honey, it was pretty tour. cool. Wow, that was yeah, yeah at the masquerade. I've You're seen one of the few that got to see there. Creep. Yes, and uh, I at the time. I, I mean, I, that's I'm sure that's like why I went because this was like my prime. 120 minutes watching time, and I feel like that's when they were still. <laughs> I like went that to the group. 120. That was my first concert. Was the 120 minutes tour? I Who saw. Who was on that? Uh, Pil. Oh my god! Because my brother is a huge PIL fan. Sure. So PIL live. How? <laughs> Why are they on the same bill? It was PIL live, Big Audio Dynamite. Oh rad. And Blind Melon. Wow. Okay, two Weirdest. of these things are not like the other. And if yeah. none of them were big, PIL was the obvious headliner, right. and everyone else had their album like just come out. So this so, is the Big Audio Dynamite even before like Rush came out and stuff. Uh, I don't actually. Big Audio Dynamite was, I think, more of a thing. Yeah. But P- everyone's there to see PIL. Yeah. Was wow. it rad? It was rad. It was PIL was rad. They were the headliners. Yeah. Oh, okay. PIL was legitimately great. I mean, it's fucking Johnny Rotten. Well, of course. Right. He was even. I didn't know it. I I'd heard all the songs. So my brother would play them so loud in our house. Yeah. But like, I wasn't a huge PIL fan. But he right. was amazing to watch. And what this, year was this? 
Shit, I was in like eighth grade. No, no, no. My brother had a license, so I had to be in like I had to be have been like a freshman or something. Okay. So I this is fuck like nineteen ninety eighty nine ninety ninety one somewhere. Oh there. wow, okay. God, yeah, awesome. and it was in a gym in Irvine. That's great. It was like an, it was like <laughs> it probably insane. held a few thousand people, but it was all just one level, and they played on like a gym, st- like a tall up like thing, a uh, stage, and. Yeah, you just stood there, and it was it was in a college in Irvine. Did he do any crazy shit? John? He like rubbed some stuff on his butt. Like he he <laughs> took a bunch of people who had bought t-shirts and he like rubbed, rubbed their t-shirts on, on his, his ass, butt. and like he rubbed his ass on some things. But he was Johnny. The thing was, so that's where was, Bobby Lee gets it from. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I also butt. love the idea that if there are taglines on tour posters, that it would be like he rubbed some stuff on his butt. Yeah, yeah. Bob Smith. Of but he was like amazing. You know, it was like, oh, you're fucking great. Right. You're cool. I and now I had my brother make me like a PIL mix CD. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, they're really great. I think they're super underappreciated. Their well, best yeah. songs are really, really good. They're way better than the Sex Pistols. Yeah. But I mean, that's duh of the century. The Sex Pistols are interesting from like a contextual sense, but like they weren't right. a great band. Yeah, but I mean, I guess they would say they couldn't play for shit, but I think that no. was the point sort of. And they would say that. My thing... You know, I, that was a PR thing. They're like, that's the point. Well, right, you can't yeah. play. Anything. Well, they were just You're super like, crazy at the time. Yeah. Like, they were just super crazy at the time and yeah. doing a bunch of shit that was gnarly. And they were like assembled, right? They were like put together. Yeah, by Malcolm McLaren, and yeah. I think he was just trying to be like fucking with people. Uh huh. But I think, which is fine and great, and we need that and cool. But mm. I just, especially in like high school when I was like really getting into punk, I would be so precious about it because I just felt like they get they seem to get so much more credit than the Clash. Yeah. yeah. When I'm like. Are you guys fucking kidding me? Like the Clash yeah. literally changed shit yeah. and could play and could play every genre of music and like they were created making subgenres that like you know Operation Ivy just grabbed hold of one Clash oh, totally. album and just was like which this I fucking is it. loved Operation Ivy in high school though yeah but but yes totally no the Clash is like they they that they, they were they got the moniker of the smartest band in the world yeah. and they definitely Rightfully were so. they yeah. the Clash is fucking other level like like forget about it yes. They're so good. But and yeah, they're way better than sex Pistols. today. I will say I can't believe with all the shit that's going on and especially during like the second Bush administration. I was like, how didn't somebody else not try to make another clash? Like right. politically I remember like thinking where the hell's rage such... against the machine that whole time. Yes. Oh yeah. For anyone who resembles that. It's like it was such a perfect storm of like where's that band? My now? that same manager who managed Queens of Stone Age managed Zach De La Roca at that time and I was like, "What's going on, man?" Right. And yeah. he was like, "He goes, you doing shit I about go, "Why it? isn't I go, dude, this is crazy. Why yeah. isn't he making records? He goes, honestly, he feels like he can't catch up. Things are He's like so happening so off. fast. He can't focus it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he would make stuff and then not put it out. Like he made a bunch of stuff. Right. And just didn't put it out because it was almost like it was it wouldn't stay relevant. Right. It was everything was happening so quickly. Like in quickly. two weeks, something super fucking terrible would yeah. happen again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there was any good political band during that. No, era. not really. I mean, Green Day was like the closest we got. Right, like yeah. American Idiots, like the closest we got, they which is fine, hard. but it's just like I mean, uh, Hail to the Thief was essentially yeah, well, yeah, w- right, political yeah. record, yeah. But you you had not stopped liking Radiohead by then, right? And again, I it's, I have a complex. I don't dislike <laughs> them. I just feel like the last few albums just got a little too bleep bloop bleep bloop, where it's like y'all ain't even trying to create melodies. Like I get you're being weird and experimental, but uh-huh. it is a sort of like. 
I all wish right. I could see a transcribed review of that. Yeah. The last few albums got a little too bleep boop bleep boop, it's but y'all true. aren't even trying to create melodies. Oh, yeah. no, that's just kind of how I felt, but that's because like my favorite record of theirs is uh, the Bends. Okay, but I like pop music. A lot of what I like, it's like verse, chorus, verse. Like I want some hooks. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. So I have all their stuff. I kept buying it. Yeah, and I do listen on occasion, but it was just sort of like, all right, y'all. It, it got to the point where I'm like, are y'all just being weird for the sake of being weird? Like, get back, write another, you know. I think they just. The I think Tom York just became like legitimately pure art driven, and it was just like right. I'm gonna make sound art. Yeah, yeah, and it which, was just about being experienced. I think the only way I read Johnny some Green interviews was like that too. And I think the to only way they could or- decide to stay in Radiohead basically was like, we have to get super weird, otherwise this is boring. Right. We're all rich, so like this either has to get real, real weird. It would have been worse if they kept remaking the Benz or OK Computer. To- yes. You would have been like, these guys stopped right. caring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they suck. I'm not like dissing them. I'm just saying yeah. I don't listen to them as often as other people I know, and I definitely don't listen to their later stuff as often as their mm. early stuff. Like In Rainbows took me a little bit. I was yeah. like... I'm like, I don't know about this. And then I listened to it a few times and I put it away for a minute. And then I went back and I was like, oh, I like it now. Yeah. But I don't think take songs, a little later bit. Later songs like Mixomatosis and like Idiot Tech and stuff like yeah. that are like jams. I'll be like, yeah. Idiot here's Tech's here's a the jam oh. from the album that I'll yeah. get into. But Yeah, there is like, like in Rainbows has like two or three where you're like, oh, this reminds me of, yeah. this is what Radiohead could still be doing. So, or it's like at least a blending of the worlds of bleep, 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 bleep <laughs> yeah. with creep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Like I hope Reckoner they name their next album one. that. Radiohead, if you're listening, please name your next album bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. <laughs> I read something today where they're like working on a new album. Yeah. <sighs> I can guess what it's going to sound like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound like someone dragging tinfoil down a flight of steps. Holy. Like, and totally. then an ice cream truck in the background. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love that shit though. I love them. I'd rather they kept going in that direction and then would like my interest would be lost versus cuz I think the kiss of death for a lot of bands is when they go this next album we're going back to our roots. Right, I'm like, right. "Well, okay, it's over. <laughs> Kill yourselves now." Cuz no, it's man. not going to work. I want Tom York to have more ponytails. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want a side pony. I want it weird. I want shit. seven ponies. I want him to start York. dressing like a samurai. Like do that weird totally. dude in his forties. Weird shit. Oh, How yeah. is he only in his forties? Uh, I guess maybe. I think so. He yeah. May, yeah, probably late forties. Yeah, mid forties. He's so tiny. Is he really? He's so Has all tiny. That, one of the crowning. Did I? I don't know if I said this. But one of the crowning moments of my life is they were on the cover of like enemy or something mm-hmm. and i picked it up me and tom york had the same shoes and it was like oh, some, nice. a weird pair of shoes that like it wasn't like a pair of adidas it's like this weird brand they were white leather with white velcro straps like this super like simple looking and we had the yeah. same shoes and i was like you did it kevin yeah <laughs> you and you've him, reached the apex of we are the same person yeah totally. you and him are totally friends <laughs> totally the same people yeah yeah yeah, he's super tiny. And I will say, we were talking about David Bowie earlier. I did find out the other day that he's tiny. What? They're all the David tiny. David Bowie is like 5'7". Really? You're tall, though. Yeah, I'm 5'10". But uh, David Bowie should be 10 feet How tall. How does he no, date he Iman? Be, yeah. David Bowie should be able to change his height whenever he wants. <laughs> yes. That's what he, he should, should be able to control space and time. Yeah. Him and yes. Prince should be able to like Thank snap you. their fingers and then everything freezes. I yeah. have said this probably a million times, but for real, I've had conversations with friends where it's like, if either David Bowie or Prince tomorrow held a press conference and we're like, hey, guess what, everyone? Like, we've been aliens this whole time. 
the entire world would go, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, totally. Like, we would bro. all be like, of course. They'd yeah. be like, any questions? And a reporter would go, uh, yes, obviously. Yeah, and no. We're all, we we're going to have lunch yeah. now. Totally. Like, there are two people conference. where it's like, oh my God, they're so otherworldly. It does. In my head, Prince and David Bowie should be able to control their own height. Yeah. I, they should be able to control everything. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I can't believe that. He, in yeah, my he's head, like he's five, so seven. tall. To- me too. Well, in the way anyone who's on TV, you think they're taller than they are. They look taller, Put but him on especially. Your red shoes and yeah. dance. Yeah. Personality he's like five, adds like a f- another foot and a half. Right. Or in their case, five feet. Yes. Although I could tell Stamos was short from the moment I laid eyes on him. Wait, he's short? He's Stamos not that short. Stan Stamos? He's not that short. It's like five, six. No, what? he's taller than that. Yeah, he's like, re- well, he's well reported as being very short. I don't Wait, remember. Have him you being... worked with him though? You no, I've just him. heard from everyone who meets him. Like, oh God, Stamos is tiny. I met him last year. I don't remember going. Or maybe Wait, but you're you look... super tall. Aren't okay, you but did tall? you look? Yeah. yeah. Did you look at his shoes though? He could have been wearing. So how those... do you? How can you be the judge? Because I would think anyone to you, you're like, yeah, they're really short. Well, most people are short to me, but yeah. like usually I can tell when some like especially with a celebrity where I go, oh wow, I thought you were way taller. Right. But maybe just because he's John Stamos, I was too busy. I think what I, what I was thinking was like. God damn, he looks great for his age. Right, of he course. looks tremendous. Yeah, but yeah, we were standing in grass, so I don't know. I didn't really look at what shoes he was wearing, like, like boots whether he was wearing like, lifts. Yeah, yeah totally. Three inch heels. Well, there's well, a like, really. Where did he come up to on you? I don't remember, but I, I mean, he was. I feel like he was five what? ten or eleven. Okay. Are you looking up his height? Yeah, I just did. It says he's six feet tall. Yeah, I don't remember him being short. I have been told for. 20 years that he's short. From for multiple sources. Multiple sources. My stepmom met him and said he was tiny. What the fuck? Maybe yeah, she just I meant tiny like skinny? Maybe. Maybe. What I've never fuck? met him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. remember. Because that would have been something that stood out where I'm like, this motherfucker's 5'3". Right. Oh, totally. I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When I, first saw, I saw Dave Navarro one day, like randomly, and he walked by me. And that was the first. I'm like, that guy's a Keebler elf. No. <laughs> Like he is he's three that foot tiny? four. He's That's so funny. small. Really? But he has that rock star personality. Right. And so you're always like, oh, he must be like six foot three. See, and now, now I'm like, I love my Dave Navarro. What? You know, not only because there's, I, I love his name because there was one episode of Beavis and Butthead. Where oh my God, watch, they're like Navarro. They're watching TV <laughs> totally. and then he just, uh, the, you know, Jane's Addiction comes on and one of them goes, Ah, I'll be damned, Dave Navarro. Just <laughs> and I don't. It made me laugh so hard as a teenager. So that's why you like him. Yeah. So now every time I hear his name, I'm like, ah, I'll be damned, Dave Navarro. And I just sort of like him. He just seems like a mellow dude who's like, yeah, I'm in this band. Now I'm in this band. All these bands, sort of not that rad. Right. But right. like, I'm just. He but they afford have, me many tattoos. He seems right. to have a very good attitude. Right. Yeah, and you never hear people say bad things about him. He's very handsome, stays in great shape. Yeah. I I liked his cribs. He's probably pretty chill because he just gets tattoos and fucks hot chicks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd be chill too. I like some James Addiction songs for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But I don't think he had a hand in like writing any of those. He's a good guitar player. Yeah. I bet you Or maybe he did. I don't know. Did Perry Fella write all this shit? uh, I feel like he's one of those guys that's like, I create everything you guys play. And you just play it. Totally. I think so too. Max's dad was once talking, Max Collins, lead singer of E6, was once talking to Dave Navarro's like father. He met him somehow and was talking about, they were talking about like being a musician and money stuff. And it was like, it's like, oh, Dave's stream like dave's rich oh i'm sure yeah. so he yeah. had to have ri- written something oh yeah well, because while the i mean jane's addiction was a very big band i don't think their tours were so huge to where it was like oh he doesn't have to worry about money rich but right. i mean in the 90s those bands were making so much money and he was in the chili peppers for a minute yeah. i think he this was before that made good money 
Yeah, I, I hope so. I think so, too. I want... That's the, I, I was just talking about this. I get so worried. Were we talking about this on your Saved by the Bell? Th- yeah. I get so <laughs> worried. worried. You were about anonymous actors' I get futures? so worried about people <laughs> not having enough money for the rest of their life when they were like in bands, or you know, musicians and actors. I, I think about it all the time. Like, I think about it in a different way. I do, too. I don't think I'm as... Wor- I don't think it keeps me up at night like it does you. <laughs> but my thing is, I worry about... I think inevitably a lot of them do run out of money and that they aren't equipped like somebody who was in a one hit wonder or yeah. was in three episodes of Save by the Bell and whatever. Then when they have to go like work in an office, mm-hmm. like when that person has to go be your bank teller and how they have to get up every day and go, I was in this fucking band. I was in fucking blind melon and yeah. now I'm the bank teller. I and was how definitely they deal with that. I, we, there was that making uh, that um, reality show about making a boy band. Mm-hmm. On, v- on VH1 O-Town O-Town Yes One of the guys from O-Town Waited on me at uh, at the Grove Oh man How When was this? How long this ago? This was five years ago Less than five years ago Maybe four years ago At, at a barbecue restaurant And I remember Like I I don't I didn't see anyone Recognize Ranch? him What? Wood Ranch Grill Wood Ranch Grill Okay, okay. He works there It's real delicious I, Wait, I don't think he does anymore which guy in O-Town? He was the one The, the kind of light skinned Black guy with the big afro Okay, I think I can picture him. Yeah, and he didn't wow. have an afro anymore, but it was definitely like, man. Well, it's a corporate environment you can't yeah. really have. <laughs> There's a dress code. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to even widen my eyes to make make you think I recognize you, and I hope you don't get recognized ever, because yeah. that's a tough spot. That you must feel pretty Grove weird. Grove is how, where he would be, too. How, yeah. What was his demeanor? Totally fine. Totally like Totally cool like, I, not he may like not, actually, you know what? He didn't wait on me, but he was working there. Okay. But like he seemed to have a completely fine attitude about working there. Okay. Which almost makes it like, I mean, he probably can deal with it better, but in a weird way, you're like, oh, dude, people right. try probably give him shit. Oh, of course. And of it course must be do. kind of hard. I don't I know. I mean, they weren't like too big to where I think he, he would like be broken up about it for the rest of his no, life. No, they were, right. but they were on TV. I don't know. Yeah. But it's because right. consider the timeline, how long were maybe like. A year, two years at I most. I remember watch, like I watched some show famous. about the blonde guy in the group, like trying to get his life together and like trying to make music or something. Right. Yeah. And then he went to go hang out with like all like a few of them, and one of the other ones was like doing construction. Like they'd all kind of had to go get jobs, but they were all jobs. None of them were stoked on. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about like like candle box or some shit where yeah. it's like right. you had a few years of success. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're gone. And then it's just for real. You got to go get a quote unquote normal job. Like you're like. I think a lot of them go into the music industry in some way. Yeah, right. some like. So they're you, not just like working. The in an people office, who fare well are the songwriters. Gerardo because, right. became an A and R guy. They'll become. Oh really? Producers okay. Or you know, uh, do you remember Semisonic? Yes. The closing time song. Yes, uh, that was the, a jam. The singer of that band. That's another one like kind of like Candlebox. We were like that guy works in an accounting room or whatever. Right. He wrote one of Adele's biggest hits. Oh, okay. So they a lot of them become the like Max. So, yeah. Max He's is doing a song. Great. So that guy's rich as shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. Linda. What's it, Linda Perry? Oh yeah, she's like right. balling out. Max I just a, read an article. Max songwrites for people. I read that article yeah. too. Max songwrites yeah. for people too. It's like that's what you do. You're like you can write good songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are young, <laughs> very young new pop stars who, will, who cannot who write your good songs. songs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you yeah, literally yeah. can't. Now, so. the rest of Semisonic are probably dead or <laughs> yeah. on heroin. Oh, no, they're definitely construction yeah. workers, those <laughs> yeah. guys. Totally. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. There's five people in every band. I know. And yeah. that's, you, there's always one that has fought, like, what w- there was a, 
there was a, a, a Guided by Voices, I think, came back together a few years ago yeah. and toured. And I was looking at pictures of it on Instagram on something. And they showed like the guitar player and he was like super going for it. And they were like, yeah, this guy was having the time of his life because he drives a truck now. So oh, he was damn. so juiced right. to like get three months off to be a rock star again. Yeah. And they were playing like sold. I mean, they the tour was really successful. They played like sold out shows. Oh yeah, I saw them yeah. at Fuck Yeah Fest. Like yeah, two I mean, years it, they, ago. was that people were stoked. It? Yeah, but like you know, you can't have a tour every year, right? And but he was so juiced, like I get to play rock star for six months and not right. drive a semi truck. You know what I Damn. just heard? Um, th- there was a guy. I can't remember his name, but there's like some article about a dude who was in both Soundgarden yes who became a special forces dude Pearl Jam yes, yes, and then yes. he becomes this fu- like a yes. decorated war hero yes which I is, totally read that yeah that's a cool example of a guy who didn't make it but then made it in a whole nother field yeah, oh, and he's totally. like I'm cool with it I'm cool. I'm just gonna go be a green beret. Yeah, I'm gonna go defend the freedom to make bands like yeah. Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. <laughs> you know? But but wasn't it crazy because what he was in both of them both of them right on the cusp of them yeah. being famous. Like, didn't he get fired from Soundgarden like the day before Black Hole Sun came Something out? Something like that. And then yeah. was in Nirvana like the day before oh, Nevermind came out yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Yes. Is so it, it was Pat like- Smear? <laughs> no, no. There's no way well, Pat Smear became a special yeah. forces no guy. Pat yeah. Smear's still around. I think. I still- say I see him at Starbucks and I get so juiced every That's time. Funny. Like fucking Pat Smear. Hey, don't be weird, but like I totally know him and oh. hang out with him. No you way, know really? why? Well, yeah, because like Dave Grohl's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Well, not a lot of people know. You know, don't want to be gross and drop names, but <laughs> right. No, he's Pat totally Smear's still fucking around. Cool, man. He's rad. As he shit. was in the fucking Nirvana Unplugged. Yeah, he was in the Germs. He was motherfucker. in the Germs. That's crazy. I mean. Is Pat? I don't know whether or not Pat Smear is straight or gay, but oh he, no, he's straight. He's married with a kid. But during the like, he comes off very. He can come he off comes very off super gay, super yeah. femmy, and he he's doing playing punk in a, in a punk band in L.A. Not a super friendly time for yes. Th- that was a super aggro, aggressive, skinheady punk. Oh, totally. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and he got his ass kicked a lot. Because a lot, of that. but yeah. and you're kind of like, dude, you were a fucking badass. Yes, Pat Smear's badass. Yeah. Yes. Dude. Oh, he's, he's super cool. nice too, and he's like super psyched about life. He's he like seems a super really cool. Giddy, chill That's great. Dude who's he was like in the best psyched. Foo Fighters record. Yeah, when the Foo well, Fighters still had in the Pat, Foo Fighters. When the when the Foo Fighters had Pat Smear, they were rad. Yeah, well, but doesn't he kind of come and go in that do. band? No, he's in there. Every I, I think he did in the early days, but he's been on for like years now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I want cool. Pat Smear to be really rich. He is pretty rich. Good. Yeah. I want, I him, want him to be really. You're so worried about everyone's he deserves financial it. status. That's the thing. Some of these these people were parts of things that mattered so much. Right. It's fucking bullshit that they're not also rich. Right. Like if you were in the germs, I mean, part of it is Look, that Kevin they're Mays rich with memories. It's not enough. <laughs> Part of it is like they had the money and then they fucking blew it because yes. they're like, no, but the germs forever. Yes. The germs didn't fucking make they, any they money. They pull like MC when Hammer. With punk bands, it's a little different. It's, yeah, you know, I want all the Descendants to be rich. They're not. Yeah, but also the Descendants don't give a fuck about being rich. That's why yeah. they're the Descendants. Bands like No Effects. Yeah, and, you know, they're like we're f- fucking three dollar ticket prices. Yes, we don't exactly. care about money. Like, like never, they could have. Yeah. Until you're in your late 50s and you can't sell $3 tickets anymore. And you're like, oh, wait. Well, that's what Pearl Jam did after they fought Ticketmaster for well, so right. long. They're like, all right, we lost that battle. We're going to have kids. And Eddie Vedder's like, I want to keep surfing all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Ticketmaster. Yeah. How about $55 per ticket? Totally. All our fans are adults and they'll pay it. Right. Totally. Yeah. I want to keep surfing all over the world. They do. They do have some very high quality printed posters. That shit. Ain't Pearl cheap. Jam. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They, they don't, don't fuck, fuck around. They I gotta not. say, they're a band that I like forgot existed. Dude, mm. put on not, 10. That record is so no, no, no. good. No, after 10. Oh, I played the shit out of 10 on cassette that I had. Please believe it. But like, yeah. <laughs> they're a band that I didn't, and not in a not in a dick way, like fuck them. I just forget they exist. Yeah. And yeah. then you hear me like, motherfuckers are pretty yeah, I've got great. friends that are still way into them. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're still around. Every time they release a new record, someone's like, uh, new Pearl Jam record's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just like kind of forget to listen. They're yeah. another example of they keep, you know, evolving and changing. Right. And, you know, they didn't just keep doing that grunge there thing. were tons of articles Whatever. about that like maybe 10 years ago we're like no they play smaller venues they kind of make weird music and their core fans still love them so they can still do their thing and they made so much they made a lot of money during the grunge years like they made a yeah. lot right they oh, yeah. were like you know it was them and nirvana were the biggest bands right so they just keep kind of going and that's the thing yeah they were like huge they had like problems where people were like you guys are not what you once were and that was like three isn't fucking that why years like stone right, right. Goss- just started <laughs> right yeah, like, right isn't that why stone gossard left the band he was like this is retarded this is too big and i don't like this yeah and didn't he start oh, another one i don't know i mean he's still in the band i think i think right? but he left for a while and went back Oh, maybe. Because I mean, wasn't he been... in Soundgarden for a little while? No. No, no you might drummer. be thinking of Temple the of the Dog. The of Soundgarden is Temple now of the Year. <laughs> in Pearl Don't, Jam. Yeah, the, we're going hungry. Definitely going hungry. Oh, the Temple of Dogs? Yeah. Because wasn't that him and... It was him and Chris Cornell. Yes. They did a tribute album to the Mother Love Bone guy who died. Oh. Andy Wood. Andy Wood. Yeah. Yeah, which is my ex-boyfriend's name. With a comedian? Yes. Oh, wow. And Because he, he would get shit for that. Well, he was always bummed because if you Google Andy Wood, it's like 100% that dude. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, no one knows like, who fuck. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I met yeah. him or I talked to him the other day. He's going to Burning Man or something. Yeah, he's real psyched about it. <laughs> he is. Him and Moshe Kasher. Yeah, yeah, I told him to talk Moshe's to Moshe. Moshe's going too? I'm Moshe. Like, he, he's deep into that world. That's Moshe volunteers. owns a trailer just for Burning Man. Oh, wow. Yeah, Andy's going for the first time and he's like super Moshe psyched. goes like the whole week. Yeah? He's oh, the week? I think it's like a it. month. Something like that. Yeah, it's Moshe, yeah, it like that's on. his like get off the grid thing. Right, right. He goes yeah. to Burning Man. Oh well, he's into he that and Andy stuff. You're gonna have fun hanging. Yeah, have you ever man. been? No, yeah, me neither. <laughs> that is not my jam. Me not neither. My jam not at, at all. all. My jam. Do you Oof. still watch like a lot of live shows? Oh yeah, I go to shows all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when's the last? I say that, and then I'm like, when's the last show? <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to see my my friend Christine uh, Young. She played at the Satellite Monday. Um, obviously, I still call it Spaceland. Uh, yeah, school. I forgot when she was <laughs> yeah. like, "It's a satellite." I'm like, "Is this a new?" I forgot. And I'm like, "Oh, it's Spaceland." It's a Spaceland. Um, so that obviously Morrissey's last tour. I saw him six times mm. before he canceled <laughs> the rest of it because I would have gone to way more. I'd plane tickets to go to way more. How? Wait, hold on. So six times, like in different cities, or she just yeah. took a giant shit on your little tool trip. By the way, I know, right? What? He saw tool three times and was so proud of it. Oh, I saw him three times in three days in three different cities. Oh yeah, that's what I, I did that in Texas. Like I saw him here, Costa Mesa, you played, um, but like here at the whatever sports arena. And then I flew to Texas and saw him in Dallas, Austin and Beaumont. Wow. Um, so you flew there, just rented a car and yeah, drove. Yeah, and just That's drove awesome. to all those shows. Yeah. Um, in successive awesome. days, one day after the other? Yes. Well, I had one night off and then thankfully I got a comedy show. Like I just tweeted like, I'm going to Texas to see Morrissey. Can I jump on your show? And somebody was like, yeah, you can totally be on my show. So I had one night off. But other than that, yeah, I drove to see him in all those well, cities. Well, she's dominating you. Yeah. She's dominating I mean, you. not That's to be. Good. I've seen Morrissey live over a hundred times. And she got on a plane. 
Damn. Yeah. She dominated. I mean, you. just that alone. Yeah. She dominated. Went over 100. I mean, times, I've been following him since I was like 17. I've like only seen Tool 12 times. Really? Yeah. Well, they. Uh, but I also, used to say I've seen him 12 times. Yeah. Right. But after your 100. Plus well, in your Morrison, defense, they don't tour nearly as much as Morrissey. I mean, he tours all the time. Yeah. That's a good point. If they toured as much as Morrissey, I'm sure we would have I'd be rival numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's cool. We're you're equally as cool as me. Relax. <laughs> I, I wish I loved anything. <laughs> he this created. Much. The, he created. Yeah, the you're feud. the one like. Come I literally on, wish I loved here. anything that much. I know. I, I don't. You should get on board loving stuff, dude. It I, feels so good. It feels super good, but <laughs> I don't know if you if you're as psyched as me. I have actually had problems being as psyched about stuff as I am. <laughs> for real, because then I will get bummed. No one matches my level of psyched. Yeah, you told me that no one is as psyched as you. And yeah, and so then out. I get bummed about it. And yeah. then that's actually been like a problem in relationships and stuff because dudes have been like i feel bad that i'm not as psyched as you are and i don't know how to fix that about the relationship or just about stuff stuff in general oh, okay but and even in the life life in general yeah but um yeah i mean that sounds so fake but like that's just truly been a thing where like yeah i, I go to stuff alone all the time anyway like there you know there have been times the last couple of guys I dated didn't really have that much in common with me, which I wasn't bothered by because mm. I don't think that couples have to do everything together. I think that's weird. And oh, that's you should like, have your own lives. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like totally, totally. And so I have no problem with that. But some of the dudes have been like, well, we don't really do anything together. <laughs> Or I would be like, don't come see Morrissey with me because I don't want you bumming me out. Like, I'm going to be fucking balls to the wall about it. And I don't want to <laughs> deal with you not being balls to the wall. Yeah. And so don't come with me. Like, this is my thing. Okay. But did you give them a chance to go and maybe be as balls to the wall? Uh, yeah. And, and it doesn't weren't. always work that way. Yeah, I mean. Speaking of Andy, poor Andy. <laughs> we broke up like years ago. It's okay if I'm joking about it. He doesn't care. But like, we, I... I'm a dick. This might be a window into like, don't, I'm a terrible girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was on hiatus. I worked at Chelsea lately, right? And we were on like a two week hiatus. So I was like, hey, let's go to England. Uh, I wanted to go anyway. It's a fun trip. But mm -hmm. Pulp reunited. Ah. I fucking worship this band and That's have cool. done since I was like 15. So they reunited. And this is before I knew they were coming to the States. They And they played like three festivals in the UK. And they were playing one in Scotland called Tea in the Park. Yeah. So I was, it was during hiatus. So I was like, I'm going to schedule a trip around this, but other cool shit happened. It's still England and it's cool and fun. And I have a bunch of friends that live there. So I was like, let's go to England. We're going to hang out with my friends, whatever, whatever. And I like kind of maybe didn't mention the pulp thing. And so we got there. I'm like, this is fun. We're hanging out. Hey, why don't we go to this festival, dude? And he's like, oh, okay. And like not knowing that it was like my singular like laser focus was to go see this <laughs> band. And yeah. my friend was their roadie. So we got in free and everything, but it was still a festival. And we had to take, it was like in this field in Scotland and we had to take a chartered bus to get there. And like, it was, he was hating every second. I was like, let's go. So he's like, okay. And then he's like, okay, so we got to take this bus. And I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. And we're like, and he's like, and then it started raining and it, he just didn't want to be, he's like, I don't care about this band. And I, the whole time I'm like, that's cool, dude, whatever. Okay. I go on to see his band. Like he just, I, he fell by the wayside completely and his not enjoyment of the day didn't even register on my radar. And I'm like, whatever. And then he was I'm not telling the story very well, but he was just super bummed. Like afterward, he was like, okay, so you just wanted to go to this festival, right? And see this band. And I was like, yeah. 
And he's like, yeah, I'm super not into this. I don't like this band. Like, I don't care. Like, why? You know what I mean? And there weren't other bands that he wasn't to? Like, it was, I mean, if it's a whole festival. Then um, well, not. Well, we only went for the one night because my oh. friend could get us a free ticket for that day. Okay. And like, we did stay and see other things, but it was just a kind of thing like, he's just like, this is not my scene. Like, I'm not into this. And I was like, well, I thought you'd be into it just because like it's Scotland and the novelty of like doing a thing in another country. And he just was like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, not that jazzed. And it was just, yeah, it was either, it was like, you should have stayed, I should have let him stay home. I shouldn't have insisted that he come uh-huh. um, because I really, I had such a focus on what I was doing that I didn't care that he wasn't psyched about it. And yeah, so it was a little that, a little like, maybe do date people that you have stuff in common with. You know what I mean? At least the amazing- that, we broke up very soon after that. And I was like, I do not blame you. Right. Totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> so how long did it last the whole relationship? Uh, two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that maybe some of the bigger things it would be better to have in common with people, but like, yeah. even then, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you're like a big music concert person and they're not, but they're really into like other live events, you could like, there could be a balance within that. Right. Where it's like, I'll go to concerts with my friends that are into that, but I'll go with you to the things you're into. And Right. Yeah. Yeah, but if someone's like not, I don't know if I don't know Andy that well at all. But like, if someone is just not into doing anything, like going out and doing stuff, right? If they're a total homebody and like most of the things you are into involve that, that would probably be hard to sustain, right? Yeah, he well, yeah, not weirdly not to make this specific to him, whatever. No, he he liked going out and stuff, but we. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of crossover, which I think at first my thing is like, well, as long as you guys like hanging out with each other, like it'll work itself out. You know right. what I mean? Like if, as long as you have that in common. But my last couple of relationships have proven like maybe that maybe you do need more, uh, more of that kind of stuff. In common. And I don't mean like you have to line up across the board on like, I like Radiohead. Me too. I like this. Me too. Like, but just the general, like you said, like I like going out to live music things. And yeah. as long as we like that, we'll figure out the middle ground. Or I like going to Burning Man and maybe yeah. we'll build on that. Like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have a lot of that concrete kind of stuff in common. Do you think that's a byproduct of maybe some of the hyper specificity of the shit you're into? Because you are, since you are into stuff that's like, to the mo- for, to, for the most part, like older stuff. Yeah. You're into a very specific genre of music for the most part. Yeah. That that's, do you think that's part of maybe the issue that like you have hyper focused on like one particular thing? Yeah. Yes. I'm into a bunch of shit. To be yeah. fair to me, I'm into <laughs> a bunch of shit. Okay. List, that the top, is- list the top five things you're, you're into Britpop. Yeah. I'm into a bunch of genre. As far as music goes, like, yes, my main shit is like post punk. Of course. Right. That's like num- the top. But right. I'm into a ton of shit. And I'm into enough shit you that You get like, bumped. Why didn't you call it New Wave? Because it's not the same thing. That's why Kevin. Okay. It's not <laughs> the fucking same a, thing. A lot of people do. Adam Ant is New Wave. He's not post-punk. Wasn't that well, just like a made-up term that was just like popular punk music? Well, it was a way to market New Wave. Yeah. In no, a way. Well, post-punk is way weirder, I think, than New Wave. Because when you get into New Wave, you get into like, I think, like ABC and like you know, human league or they almost call the talking heads new wave. And to me, they're just post-punk. Yeah. They're kind of like a but post-punk. I'm into like monochrome set, orange juice, like Joseph K, like weirder shit. Right. Whatever. Whoever's listening is going to fucking send you guys letters and go, this bitch does not know what she's talking about. <laughs> but yes, they are very similar. Of course. 
But I think I like enough stuff though that if I if a, if somebody's like, hey, do you, this band, this is a new band that I think you'll like. Will you go? I'd be like, yeah, I'll totally go. I'm not gonna be somebody who's like, well, if it's not fucking David Bowie, I'm not going. Like, yeah. you know, right. I'm open minded enough that I'll totally do stuff like that. What else are you super hardcore into? Say by the bell. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough time to listen to everything. I'm super into. I mean, <laughs> I'm super into so much shit. I mean, music wise, it so much stuff i'm super into john waters movies i'm super into um god now that i'm on the spot i'm like i can't think of anything elvis super into elvis presley like crazy um i'm just into cool shit say by the bell is the only show i'm into other television shows but i don't have any of them (laughs) bj and the bear falcon crest and and knots landing that's landing. Okay. Those because those were on Friday nights, and I would watch them with my did you mom. Watch Flipper? No, no, I didn't actually. Gilligan's Island. No. Three's Company. Well, yes, I told. I watched Nick at Night growing up, so I watched like the Patty Duke Show and Dobie Gillis and all those older right. ones. Well, you know and what you look like you're into is like style and fashion. Yeah, I'm super into clothes. Yeah, but that's not, a big one. Yeah, but not in. A, I that always feels like such a frivolous thing to talk about. Like it makes me feel shallow if I talk about it. Uh-huh. And it's also a relatively recent development because I didn't dress up or wear dresses or makeup until I turned 30 uh-huh. because that was also an extension of like, I thought growing up that you couldn't be a feminist or you couldn't be like a badass if you didn't look like you were an L7 or if you didn't look like the deal sisters. Yeah. Right. Like if you were a girly girl that wore makeup, it was like, well, you're not real. Like you're yeah. not repping it hard enough, which is fucked up. Super yeah, fucked up. You're trying up. to impress men. Yes. You're giving them what they want. Yes. Yeah. Which is like, no, you can just look cool because you want to look cool. And I didn't even realize that until I turned 30. Like honestly, mm. when I turned 30, I'm like, I'm going to fucking dress up. Well, and also I had a job. I had adult money. Yeah. I didn't I mean, have money helps. until then to like buy clothes. And so when I got my job and I turned 30, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get fucking fancy. Deal with it. Right. But it was also a balance. Like, I know I'm super bro-y in personality. So it's like a conscious decision to go, remember, I'm not a bro, everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm wearing a dress. So, so are you? Helped. What do you? Why do you think it's a shallow thing to be into style? Oh, I don't think it is. But I think when people talk about it, when women talk about it, I it, it's it's unfairly dismissed mm-hmm. like guys can talk about sports and it's like yeah of course you're into sports not like, these two the, guys right, but, <laughs> but i mean in the, in the way of interest like if a guy is like i'm really into sports like mm-hmm. obviously in the grand scheme of things sports means nothing yeah like anything we're talking about it means nothing but you know what i'm saying but if a woman if if a, if you're like i'm into fashion then some that's like that means you're dumb or something or that means that it you, is like it's seen as kind of well, if someone tells me i actually really like fashion because to me the best of it is like just really good design yeah mm-hmm. and it like it start it, the best of it to me gets towards the art area mm-hmm. honestly right. but once if when someone says i'm really into fashion i don't necessarily think they're that's why they like it either right i'm like uh i, I don't i want to know what they mean but like you do think like oh you just like getting dressed up and getting attention for the getting dressed yeah, up Yeah, it's seen as such a... But there's, to me, high fashion's fucking weird and fascinating. I agree. But we'll come, there's a lot of shit that comes with it that is, gr- like, the f- dressing up 15-year-old girls as grown women yes, thing. Yeah. Yes. And that all the body image stuff is bad. Yes. And the kind of exclusionary parts of it are sort of bad. Yes. And the problem is they come right along with it. So people, I think, sometimes don't... 
Yeah, it's like hard to make a the distinction best to it. sometimes. Well, I'm not super for those reasons and more. And like, co- I'm not super into like designer shit necessarily. Mm-hmm. Cause, and it's super expensive. Like, I can't buy designer clothes. I'm not a millionaire. I don't own a house like Kevin. I'm not a one percenter. Okay. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but I'm into it. Oh, now it. a security guard's going to come kick us oh, out. Oh, God. Come on. Don't, Guys, my re- don't release managers. the hounds on us. <laughs> I'm going to um, shoot you with a gun and get away with it because I have money. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like it in the way that, I mean, especially being into music, I, I super want to, I rip off people all the time. That's why I'll watch like music videos and go, I'm totally going to dress like, I'll watch like a cramps video and be like, I'm going to dress like Poison Ivy today and wear uh-huh. this crazy thing. Like to me, that's the fun of it. And now that I have a, a job on a TV show, like I can't, like I don't work at a bank. So while I, I'm lucky enough to have a job where I can dress crazy, mm-hmm. then I'm going to do it. So, so where do you, where do you get clothing at? Where are your favorite places in LA? Oh, I go to pinup girl clothing in Burbank all the time. Okay. As far as fit, I buy most shit online, but that place is an awesome store. And the store is made to look like, like speaking of design, it looks like a, a department store from 1963. Oh, cool. Like it's totally period specific and looks awesome. And they sell like vintage reproduction clothes. So that if physically that's the store I go to most, but most of the time I just buy shit online. So you've moved all your vintage shopping to the internet. Yeah, totally. And I don't buy legit. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm legit vintage stuff is super expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, a lot of the stuff I buy is Especially for, I'm sure, women's clothing, dresses oh, yes. and that kind of stuff. No, yeah, yeah, way yeah. more money. I knew yeah. a guy that he, he owned a, like a resale place on Melrose. Maybe it was called Decades or something. Or something like that. And mm-hmm. he made a fortune. Yeah. Like, dude was legitimately loaded. Like, yes. he bought a case study house. And he would go to France, like, multiple times a year, buy vintage clothing there. Right. And then sell it in America. So, his he was, like, dealing in, like, vintage Chanel and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude was loaded. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was wearing a $50,000 wristwatch. Holy shit. What, like, was it, like, a Rolex or it something? It was a vintage. It was a really old Rolex that doesn't look like it should cost fifty grand. It's just an right. old stainless steel Rolex that's just hyper specific to nerdy collectors yes and like i was like whoa uh, whoa whoa dude what is i was like look at that shit damn and he was like oh you know what this is i was like yeah yeah i know exactly what that is bro (laughs) yes i know it costs 50 g's dude then now it's like 75 damn but like and this is he made this money like selling vintage women's designer clothes right Oh like yeah, just that's, craziness. that shit is no joke. Especially design, vintage like Dior or whatever. Yeah. So what are you right now? What do you wear? Like your shirt, <laughs> your mask. Right what are you wearing? <laughs> Tell us what you're wearing. No, now I'm wearing a t-shirt. Like for real, I got it from Delia's stripes. for like ten bucks. And these Delia's. Oh, no joke. I still shop at Delia's if I could fit into it, even though I'm 35 and not 15. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this shirt was for real, like ten bucks. And then these shorts are actually from Betty Page Clothing. Okay. Which is a brand named after the lady i rip off the most right <laughs> um but yeah that's it and these shoes are keds like i don't i you know but i look good See, it I, looks like it costs a lot of money that's but it a costs great like example 40 bucks. of like how good you can look without having to spend a lot of money on clothes yes because you can pull off like cool jeans and like a whatever t-shirt and like cool vans or, right. or yeah. converse something and then it'll look like you're way more put together than you really are. My outfit was six thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the this, watch. He's only wearing this, a watch. Just this outfit. <laughs> He's was wearing $6, a watch and nothing else. To look no, I'm with you. That is like presentable. The most when people. That's my thing is when people are like, well, I can't afford to dress up. It's like you. It's super not 
I never would I expect anyone to have designer clothes. Like, uh-huh. no, you could get shit at Target and still look. It's rad. the people that know nothing about fashion are yeah. the ones that look at you wearing what looks. Yes. If, they, if they're like, that looks cool to me, they go, oh, it must have cost yes. hundreds of dollars totally. or thousands or whatever. And you're like, I got the shirt at a fucking vintage store for like $17. Yes. And the jeans I've had for years, that's usually yes. the biggest purchase. Yeah. And then a pair of fucking Vans or Converse. Yeah. Or some shit. I'm totally but I will say, done. before I knew you, I knew, I mean, since I followed you on Twitter and Instagram, like I would see you post pictures of like your outfits and stuff, what you're wearing a lot. It never struck me as like would would fly in the face of being feminist at all. It was almost like the opposite. It was almost cool. like an imp- like <laughs> that's good. To well, hear. because it was like, oh, this person has like style, and they're doing like they're. It was like because it was super individual, right? Which Thank being you. like that's sort of empowered, like more empowered than it is the opposite. Thank you're not, you. You're not, you don't Dread. look like that's you're, awesome to hear. No, but yeah. like, to me, if someone was like super into their outfits, but it looked just like a cele- like a, any celebrity you could peg down, you're right. like, oh, you're just copying that thing because everyone likes it. Right. There's girls that dress like pay attention to me, like. You know, hot yeah, yeah, yeah. with like yeah. low slung, you know, dresses and stuff. Like, right. I want every guy to look at me. And then there's right. girls that dress like I'm a, an individual and it's intimidating yeah, to get some guys. Your outfits look like you put them together to entertain yourself. That is so 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I want to get weird with it just because. Yeah. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you? And like I said, if I have a job that allows me to do it, why would I not do it? So thank you. You have made my day with that because that's totally it. But I didn't know that, like I said, until I was in my 30s. Like I didn't right. know that that was a thing, you know, that I have such complex feelings about it. Because, yeah, when I got in and I'm like super into makeup now and I'm like trying to do weird, cool makeup. But it is there is like a beauty industrial complex where it's yeah. like you feel like when yeah. you're buying makeup, you're buying into the whole thing that because makeup is sold to women as use this to look good to men. Like that is how it's sold. Even though you do, obviously when you buy it, you don't have to do that, uh-huh. but you do feel this weird guilt that you're like, Oh, I'm buying into this. But then you're like, fuck it. I'm buying this. Cause I want to do a Ziggy Stardust thing. Not because I'm trying to get laid or whatever. Yeah. And it's weird to consciously try to convey that, you know, like, Oh, thankfully it does come across that. Like, yeah, I'm doing this. Cause I think it looks cool. Not cause I'm like, please get a boner. Everyone like, no, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think when any women, yeah. do, any woman does anything in, with the goal of please get a boner. <laughs> some I mean, girls I know do. Some that do totally. Which again, if you want to do that, do it more power to you. Like it's yeah. not even a judgment on that, but it's just, I that, prefer like the, a unique, like expression of self look versus like a girl that's just dressed like slutty. Right. You know, right. Or what's yes. considered, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Which you, like on sunset, you see that a lot. Like, right. I, 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 hey, I, go I hate to tell you, those might be dudes, by what's the that? way, on sunset, those might be dudes. No, no, no. no. In West slutty. Hollywood on like, on no, where the kidding. comedy store is. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all these like clubby chicks yes. that are going to sky bar and there's a lot of short skirts and heels. That, and like, totally. Is it called a tube skirt? The one that's like, the, the one Kim Kardashian wears where it's like one piece and it's just like... Right. And it's just a, like skin tight. A skin tight rectangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's white. You see a lot of that. Right. I see a lot of that. Seems hard to walk in. Yes. Yeah. It like looks good for a minute, but it's like it just becomes white noise. Right. After a while, you're like, that's another one of that again. It's like how much cleavage. Right. You know, yeah, it all looks the same. Yeah. I've never looked but, at one of those girls and thought, I could talk to you. Ah! <laughs> 
Yeah, no. but or I wouldn't we, want we, to. We de- no, that's yeah. what I mean. I'm like, we definitely have nothing to talk about. Well, the guys they want to talk to them are not me anymore. Are not you. Nope. What's well, the male version? They're of the that. male version yeah. of that that I would never like talk to. When I see them, when I see those the, couples, I'm like, yeah. oh, you found each other, perfect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's totally like that girl's looking for a dude who's wearing a shiny t-shirt, right? You or I mean? see the same. The equivalent is I see like a muscle dude in one of those shirts, and, what, uh-huh. and I'm like, yeah, I also would never talk to you. Like, even though you're society's version of hot, and I'm supposed to think I you're love hot. muscle couples. I'm like, oh, you guys muscle love it. Couples. I see them yeah. all the time. Fitness couples. Yeah. They're I juiced. Love muscle couples. Muscle couples are juiced on each other, and you're like, yeah, it's cool. Man, it's because cool. you're like, oh, you guys found each other. Like, yes, you were absolutely. trying to. I watched this know? thing last night. Of It's the first woman. I watched to a documentary f- called Muscle Couples. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first woman to finish the, the Ninja, American Ninja something course. Oh, right. I think I read about her. She, no woman's ever finished the Wasn't it like Ninja hard Warrior. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Cr- Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. But her boyfriend trained her because he had done it too. Right. And you're like, these two fucking people are perfect for yes. each other. She's like an ex-gymnast. He's an ex-something else. And yeah. like, this is their trip. She finished. Yes. She w- I mean, to watch it, at first you're like, okay, this is hard. And then they, the, she did some shit in there where you're like, what the fuck, dude? Right. And she's, she was only five feet tall. So some of the stuff was just like a length range or like okay two of these bars are far enough apart they're far too far apart for her to even reach so she's gonna have to jump right at a place where most dudes could just reach right so it was like way way harder but when you saw them as a couple you're like oh perfect oh, but like couple. watch that watch that video clip it's 10 minutes long of her doing this course that is so insane how is she's five feet tall how old or how tall is the dude he wasn't he wasn't super taller than her i put him at like five eight five nine he okay. wasn't like incredibly taller right. she's a former gymnast and she's the first woman to finish the course in its entirety wow it was gnarly as fuck i couldn't have gotten I'll through totally the first watch it. anything of it there were some things that required such strength that you were like oh yeah there's no way just like weird that weird strength <laughs> weird ninja strength literally yeah, that she you can nin- only get from like doing that kind of stuff your whole she life. had ninja strength Muscle couples, though, is all I'm taking away from muscle this. couples. Yeah, yes, <laughs> they love it. I've wa- I want to watch a muscle couple have sex real bad because I think it's different. I'm, you go, you know what? The internet has that. The internet there's definitely oh, yeah. no, has only, that. There's usually only one. <laughs> they definitely there's definitely muscle couple porn out there. There has to be definitely not as much as one. Any would hope. combination of I want to see blank fucking. Yeah, boom! It's on the internet. I've spent a lot yes. of my That's life there on the internet. I've spent a lot of my life searching porn. There's not a lot of muscle people. I can't believe that would be true. I, I yeah, I don't. There's got to be many. more. I mean, muscle dudes. It's more. Well, okay. There's more of a fascination, I think, with muscular women. That's more of like yeah. genre. As so far it's as like muscular women doing regular, regular non muscle dudes. dudes, and dudes being in good shape is a development in porn that's like only ten years old. That is true because you look at like Ron Jeremy and those kind of dudes. They that, were that gross. was like the standard for porn guys. Until Average dudes were pretty gross yeah, yeah, in yeah. straight porn in the eighty and seventies. Because well, it didn't matter. It was just like their dick. They, they that's the only thing that needed to be in shape is their dick. Yeah. Well, because yeah. that pre Viagra, I watched a thing on HBO about porn, and they were like pre Viagra. The only thing that mattered was being able to get hard all the time right of which there were nine dudes who could do that like in the world consistently yeah. without yeah, yeah. without a problem so, but then once viagra happened every dude could do it right so then it became about like well you also should probably be ripped so they could compete right then yeah. it, that's what set you apart was being <laughs> also ripped should be ripped have either one of you guys ever taken viagra we talked no. about this at work the other day not even out of curiosity weird about because the guy at work it. took it out of curiosity and he oh, really? he was like I had a boner for I like four like hours. I heard it can fuck with you if you don't like. Oh yeah. Take it, see a doctor about it first, because like it can. 
It's a blood thing. You can have a heart attack. Yeah, I think something bad can really happen right. if you just go, oh, fuck it, I'm going to take it. You guys haven't even been curious? No, I've never. Can you buy, I th- do you have to get it from a doctor or do you have to buy it? Can you get it at a pharmacy? I don't know. But I think it's a case of like you can get it from some dude who has right. Viagra. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, oh, I think don't people go and get it in Mexico work. and shit? Non-prescription Viagra. I think yeah. you can do that, yeah. I wanted to do it once. I did ecstasy once and I was like, I want to do that and then take and a then, Viagra and then fuck for well, yeah, like seven or eight hours. Take Because ex- isn't sex on ecstasy supposed to be like the best thing in the world? Well, people say that like you can't get hard or something. Yeah, I thought oh. dudes had like, trouble when they I took I think ecstasy. what it is is that you're not thinking about having sex because... Everything in the world feels as good as sex yeah, already. Right. Like sex. touching a jacket or talking about, you know, your vacation or wherever you, you know, right. you took four years ago is just as amazing and fulfilling to right. you emotionally. So sex isn't even on the table. But if it does come up, you're like, oh. <laughs> I want to do that right now. Oh. So I did it once um, and, you know, it didn't come up or anything at all. And then I was talking to this girl. I was like, look, we got to do it and we have to make sure we have sex. Right. Because it will forget because we did it once and we didn't do it. Well, how how do you how did you do that? How did you make sure? Because like how long when you do it? Like we won't be at a party. We won't be out. We'll be at my at my place. Right. And that's like in our our drawers in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And then. We did, and it was amazing. Yeah? yeah, and you remember it. I remember it, all of it. Yeah. And you okay. didn't have boner problems, no, because yeah. I thought that was the thing. I don't Dudes think. I mean, for me, boners. well, if you just keep your focus, if you're like, we're gonna do the ecstasy, but we're only gonna talk about like fucking, yeah, then maybe you're just like so focused on it that you yeah. get hard. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it is a focus thing. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if some people like physically your body just can't do it because of the way the drugs are affecting you i think that's okay. just different for everybody i don't understand does viagra give you a boner whether you want one or not <laughs> no no i think give you a boner against your will yeah from what i've heard it's like you take it but it only you'll once you decide to get an erection you're like okay i'm gonna get a hard on you <laughs> okay that implies <laughs> it, there's okay. many times i have not decided to get an erection and one happened yeah, but the people taking Viagra cannot do that. Okay. They can never get it anyway. Oh. So I think once you get it, then it's up for hours. Right. But once I th- you decide to let it in your life. Yeah, when you're like, there. all right, now let's, let's do it. Right. Then it, you're going to get hard and you're going right. to stay that way for hours and however many hours. Yeah, a guy c- works at that four CD hours. Club, that CD club where you Columbia House? Yeah, it was Columbia House. Yeah. Once yeah. you order one. Or you yeah. pay one penny, you get yeah. 17 boners. I still yeah. owe those guys money. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never taken it, but I think that's that's how it works. All right. So it's not like you pop it and then boom, all of a sudden. Yeah, because Cialis there. markets itself as like when you're ready. So maybe Viagra, you as soon as it hits the stomach, it's like Boner Town. You're right. I don't know. I don't think I've never heard that, but I Cialis is apparently you take it like daily, so you're always to just but, keep your boner regular. Yeah, but I don't think it's. I think it's different. How know. how would that if you take it daily then what you just get a boner every day at like six p.m. I think it makes it so when you do get when you want one, when you want when you're one, ready you can for actually it. have one yeah whereas I think when I you think decide some dudes, to have one I think some dudes would take Viagra thinking they were gonna hit it and then wifey changed her mind right and, and they're, they're like, just well, stuck then stuck what with the a fuck? boner yeah I'm gonna be hard what are we gonna do with this right yeah 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 you know it's just too much. What are we going to do about this? Why wifey changed like, her mind. I'm going to bed. This is getting weird. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, wifey I mean. changed her mind. <laughs> and she's completely allowed to do it. Yeah. I hope I never need to well, take Viagra. That would suck. 
Well, sure. I mean, but eventually you'll all, well, you'll yeah, all get you know, there. when you're in your seventies, well, no, I, I know. Wanna... I mean, when you're older, it's like how much yeah. fucking are you doing anyway? I don't want to want sex when I'm that old. <laughs> That's my thing too. It's like who, what, like seventy and eighty year olds are like, no, let's still get it in. Like, I want to be over yeah. that. I want to be on to something else, right? Because your body is not well equipped at that point, right. aesthetically or physically, to be sure. burning. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How horny are old people? I hope That's they're what I not. Think too. I hope they're n- non horny. Non horny. Well, but also, I mean, we're living in an age where people are living longer. Um, so, with that, maybe, you know, if you are going to live till 90, maybe your sex drive isn't going to fade until you're in your 70s. Barf. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not psyched about it either, but. You know, yeah. let's deal with reality, you There's guys. Not a dark enough room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you're that age, and so is yeah, the and girl, so is your partner. They're not gonna go. Ooh, I'd be. Gross. I'd be like, you are disgusting for wanting this. <laughs> We're both disgusting for. Wanting I'm not this. giving this to you because you, you are you so gross. Want it. Yeah. You, if you're not picturing someone else, you're disgusting. Right. <laughs> yeah. That don't that really put a, her in the mood. Yeah. That could be like a a, a prerequisite for even doing it. It's like you got to bring a picture. Yeah. Who are you picking? Someone else person. younger, and yes. I'll do the same. And yeah, we'll do totally. It. What Hunger Games sequel actor are you picturing? Ah, right now? totally. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be fucking at that age. Hey, did you drink Dan Aykroyd vodka or whatever? No, I is just dumped it is? out because I wanted the skull bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah. You but didn't even taste it? Yeah. No, I don't care what vodka tastes like. Oh. It is, you know what's is interesting? The, the bummer of that bottle, because it's cool looking because it's a skull, is everyone goes, oh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd. And you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's. <laughs> Now, There's that's another all I company that does a skull vodka, I think. Uh, well, I Sammy Hagar, <laughs> another cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Jim Belushi. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is you go ah, Ackroyd. I feel like, well, Sammy Hagar. No, he does tequila. He doesn't do yeah. vodka. Yeah, he yeah. does Cabo Wabo tequila. Yes. Made and he yes. owns the Margaritavilles, right? Made no, that's Jimmy Buffett. That's dummy. Jimmy Buffett. Come that's on. Right. He never But Sammy Hagar owns well, the Cabo Wabo. Yes. Yeah, in my yeah, head, yeah. I just like get them all. They're all I the same. Dude, thing, I don't blame right? you. There's no reason you should know who Jimmy Buffett is. Or I feel like I like Hagar a lot better than Buffett. Than Buffett? Yeah. Yeah, if I had to choose, gun to my head, I'd go Hagar too. Because that one Van Halen video had the, the Jets in it, the Right Now video. Right. <laughs> it oh, had yeah. all the facts. It was like the. It yeah. had all the facts. It had all, I all those facts. I listen to too much Hagar, Van right now. But I like yes, David Lee totally. The Blue Angels were flying, and then they'd be like, right now, this is happening. You'd read. And also. We have that video to thank for the SNL Crystal Pepsi parody. Oh, because yeah. Because that's what I think of when I think of that song. My mom bought so much Crystal Pepsi. Re- or Crystal Gravy is what they did. The, that's <laughs> yeah. what the oh, Saturday Night yeah, Live yeah, was. Yeah. She bought Crystal Pepsi. I think it was on sale. I Clear liked it. Gravy. <laughs> I was disappointed because it. it just didn't taste any different. Yeah, I think I that's what I think I like tripped anything. out because it was clear. I, I'm as yeah. a kid, you're I'm like, like it's yeah. the opposite from what I'm yeah, used to. Totally. And then you're like, oh, it tastes the same. Yeah, Fuck, t- what a yeah exactly. Yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Was there a clear Coke? There was. What was, was it? there? I think, yeah, there was. I just remember new Coke. I think they I all tried clear clear stuff for a minute. Right. Pepsi's doing a retro can right now. I saw it the other day. Coke's doing like personalized ones, right? Those yeah. are weird. Yeah, Those it is really weird. weird. Somebody, who was it? Gabby? Somebody on my Instagram posted because they got one that was like, enjoy a Coke with dad. And she's like, well, if you can find them, Coke, like I'll, I will or something like that. It was super yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, those weird. are weird. Personalize it like totally. That. I don't want that. That's like remember either. remember Jones Soda, where you could send a picture, and if they liked it, they they used it as a label. No, oh, yeah. Jones Bottling oh, Company. Yeah, yeah, the one the people that do like turkey flavored soda yeah, or love whatever. Potion yeah, number yeah. sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their you send in pictures, <laughs> and they would use it if they liked it. They'd put it on a label. 
Oh, yeah. okay. It was Gave punk rock soda. Yeah. No it was the zine of sodas. Totally. Yeah. Speaking of zines. Yeah. You're you a one? super huge zine nerd. I've been a zines. You have one. I have one. Yeah, I make zines still wow. in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I started still. when I was 14. Yeah, yeah. That I was super into zines mm-hmm. growing up. That was a huge... I mean, if it wasn't for zines and music, like I, they changed my life. Zines especially. So for someone who's never read a zine, yeah. what, what, what is a zine? What's it, what makes a good one? Oh, well, that, I mean, that is so relative because it depends on, well, most of them are about music. I mean, a zine is just a photocopied magazine. Yeah. So it's like a magazine just a person puts out themselves. Um, when I started, I was doing a music zine, and that was like mainly what I read. So that also, my record collection is thanks to so many zines I got. And so many people, I ended up having so many pen pals around the world that we would trade mixtapes. And like, no shit, I was getting... Mixtapes from pen pals in like Italy. I was listening wow. to like Italian punk rock when I was like 15 because a girl I knew in Italy made me a mixtape. Cool. So that is definitely how I found out about shit that was before my time, really. And even shit of the time that I wouldn't have found out otherwise, you know, growing up in Atlanta, like yeah. people sending me, trading me zines and tapes. So. So yeah, I started making my own zine when I was 14 using the photocopier at my mom's office. Yeah. She would let me go to her office after hours and make copies of it. Just wasting toner. Yes, so <laughs> killing so many trees yeah. for wow. the sake of coolness. But it worked. <laughs> uh, so whatever. But yeah, uh, that was like my number one. I mean, that's I got shitty grades. I almost failed out of high school because like all I did was make a zine and write letters and never did homework ever, ever. That's funny. Yeah. So what's your zine about now? Well, now it varies. Now, the, I think you have the one, me and Chip went to Travel England. Zine. Yeah. Yeah. He had never been to England or made a zine. And so I was like, we're going to write a zine about this. And I made him collaborate with me. But prior right. to that, it would just be, I did one about following a Morrissey tour where like that was okay. the whole issue was like going to see Morrissey a bunch and the stories about that. It's called and Nick's UF's not a real fan. <laughs> it's called Nick's a poser zine. <laughs> um, but growing up, they were about music. A lot of them were about music, like show reviews and shit like that. Uh-huh. Um, and just like, per- really, when I was a teenager, it was like my stand-up before I started doing stand-up because it was just like funny stories about shit that happened to me and like me trying to make them funny on the page. And, and mm-hmm. now it, it would just be stuff that I would say on stage. But yeah. But I mainly got, I was doing zines at like the height of Riot Girl. So like a bunch of the zines I got were Riot Girl zines and you know, I got zines that like Nirvana were in before they were Nirvana, where it would be like show wow. reviews of Nirvana, you know, before they were who the they were. The only place I, I ever found out about bands early was like a skateboarding video. You'd hear right. a song and then you, right. you know, or, or my friend Josh found out about tons of bands before everyone we knew could, from snowboarding videos. Right. Yeah, right. totally. That's all the punk bands. So where does like, where is your zine available? Where do you oh, get well, it? now people can just get it from me online. I haven't, I haven't written one in like five or six years. Mm. Um, but when I do, just like online, because now it's such that it's like you sell it on Etsy or something, which, right. oh, that sounds lame, whatever. But that's kind of, or people on Twitter will be like, hey, can I have it? And I'll send it to them. I mean, see, it's never been a money-making endeavor. Like, even when you did it pre-internet, like, people would either just send you enough stamps to trade or, you know, they'd send you, like, a dollar in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, zines were always send a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, you never... You always lost money doing it, but that kind of wasn't the point. It's like a passion project. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that, like, you know, when I would go see all these shows, I knew I could go see a show, and, like, I knew somebody who lived in, like, every city because they were pen pals, so I knew it was like, hey, I want to go see Morrissey and wherever. Can I crash at your house? Wow. And would be like, yeah, totally. 
even That's overseas. So cool. Like I'd go to other countries and be like, I can crash your house, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty lucky that I'm unmurdered, <laughs> yeah, but it worked out for me. <laughs> yeah i guess you're not gonna run into many, many morrissey fans who are gonna kill anyone yeah that's true but i mean <laughs> yeah. I, you guys I just end up like crying together yeah we just cry together like, and yeah not eating meat but even other <laughs> because i have i've gone and like stayed with people in other they literally countries. would take out a piece of meat hit you with it and be like i thought this would be murder yeah this counts <laughs> yeah. as murder i try if so. i rub this steak on you you die yeah. according to our hero this yeah. is what the definition Wait of murder a meat literally isn't fuck <laughs> i misinterpreted all these years but no i've yeah i i've i've gone to other countries and stayed with people i had never met prior to that and it's been cool so i'm lucky i think that's why you have a very loud hello <laughs> because you've had to say it to so many strangers to so many strangers hi hi i've never met you please before. don't fucking kill me hi I'm, I'm saying this loud enough so people know i'm here yeah. in case they find my body yeah yeah, yeah. and also just because i'm psyched you're psyched. psyched about life <laughs> yeah you're super juiced on the reg super psyched how do you fall asleep <laughs> Oh, no, but I'm psyched about sleep, too. You're just like, okay. this day was awesome. Oh. I'm super yeah. psyched about sleeping. This pillow's going to be amazing to put my head <laughs> on. Totally. I can't wait to sleep. It's so awesome to sleep. Yeah. If you talk in your sleep, I bet you it's unbelievably loud. <laughs> yeah. And super I get good. it. You think I'm loud and obnoxious. <laughs> I think you, you said talk, it in many not subtle ways. You talking in your sleep is just you going, dude. <laughs> dude, I love sleeping. <laughs> dude, this dream is killer. That's me in my sleep. I think this episode holds a record for the times we've all, dude has been said. Dude, yeah. I don't Because we say it a lot. Yeah. Yes. We say it a I fair say amount. it so much. Someone listening <laughs> so to this, much. count the times dude has been said. I've tried to I've tried to make an effort to say it less, and it's that not reminds working. me. I'm supposed to send someone who counted the times Eliza burped. Oh jeez, I I'd owe, rather say dude. I owe her, I owe them something. I was supposed is to it send in the double something. digits? Like a toy machine thing they counted. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't that many times, but they were like, "Hey, I counted. It's six. Give me my T-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. Pay about up, it. man. Uh, reply to me again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, the she worst. did burp quite a few times. That was weird. <laughs> I've tried to stop saying dude, too, but it's like, you know what? I don't want to. In high school, I me and my... What I, I grew up in fucking L.A., too. That's right? like a thing yeah. that you do. You get to do That's it. That's my regional thing that if I bring right. to, to another to part of the country. Uh, Boston accents and New York accents in L.A., I get to say dude as much you as You get I to want. say it. Did yeah. you guys, gr- both growing up here, did you know each other prior to comedy? No. We didn't know. We, we grew up in the same town, had similar friends, or he was friends with the older brother. I was friends with the younger brother. Oh like, right! That cl- we never met. That's never crossed until uh, he started comedy. Wow! That's and then crazy. Bobby Lee introduced us to each other. And then you guys found out. Oh wait, we totally. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, we're like, oh, I'm from there too. Holy shit! And then yeah, we became wow. friends. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. really the weird. world is a crazy place. No, it is really, really weird. That, it's not really that weird or crazy <laughs> or small. It's actually it huge and average. It's just another mean? planet. Earth is Way to take okay. all the fucking fun <laughs> no. out of all, right. all the cool moments cool. that make up life. Yep. That's my function here. All right. Yeah. Like, no, you are the cool. screech of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Nothing's screech, cool. I'm going to stay indoors for the next four love. days in a row. Yeah. Screech is juiced. Yeah. You're you're the whatever. You're the bummer. Screech is the conscience screech. of Saved by the Bell. You're the fact delivering Screech. Mr. Belding. You're the Mr. B- you want to call yourself the Mr. Belding of this? I'll take it. I'm All Mr. Right. Belding. Yeah, of this if you're going to be a character in yeah. that show, you're Mr. Belding. Oh, no, no, no. Of that show, I'm the Screech. Of life, you're the Mr. Belding. Of life, I'm the Mr. Belding. Sorry about it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Of, of life, you're Mr. Yeah. Belding. 
Well, look, we all can't be MPG. <laughs> That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. This whole time we avoided talking about but it. now we close it up with a did. Zach Morris L- reference. I think we should end it right here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. MPG, in, beautiful hair. Thanks for listening. Beautiful man. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being on this. This of was fun. Of course. Thank you for having me. It was super fun. Yeah, this thanks was great. Bro. All right. Yes. Thanks, guys.